sense of that it's a timeless imitation, yeah. It's a pointing towards a timeless no thingness, whatever. And if you want to call it a solution here, it's a timeless solution. Yeah. And so in in recovery in people's lives when they come from addiction into recovery, they start having an experience occasionally or start witnessing a pause, yeah? A pause occurs. It's sort of like a, it's, it intervenes in the linear story of time. It, this book ended with time. You think there was a t moment before the pause and there's going to be a moment after the pause where you continue to be, yeah? You continue both ways, you know? Historically, you continue by absorption in the idea of being in the past. You were there and then in the future you will be there. So, yeah, it goes both ways. It just takes, so there's the pause, and then there's the bookend of the pause, and all the, every bookend is time, yeah? So you, you remember yourself prior to the pause, and you remember yourself after the pause. But the pause was like, a, like a, an insertion into that linear storyline, yeah? And it's a timeless moment in time. But it's not produced by time. It just inserts. See, the point is, like it says in the big book of AA, pause when agitated. Yes, pause when agitated. But in, in a sense, if you took it in a different way of looking at it in time, in selfing, you're, there's always agitation. Because yeah? that's what selfing is, is seeking. Yeah? So in, in recovery, they would say self-seeking uh, self and frightened. They never said self-seeking, period, and frightened, as if they're two different things self-seeking and frightened. So the self-seeking and frightened is an agitation, yes? So the mind is agitated. And it says pause when agitated. So in a, in, a, in, in a sense, at every moment in time, there's agitation. And yet the pause is also available at every moment in time, yeah? So it's not like pause, all right, you pause, not like a command to you, but really you could see it as a statement, pause, when, or if you, you, you could say whenever agitated, yeah? Because agitation is of time, yeah? And there's the pause, which is the timelessness. So there's time, like an, a, a timeline or a time track put on the expanse of timelessness. But in each moment of time, each time you hear the little wheel hit the ding, and there's a slat, and then, you know, the, the train of your story, and no matter how many cars you put on it, you know what I mean? No matter how long you have it, you may need four engines to drag it, and you got a big ass caboose, you know, whatever. No matter what it is, every poop, 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 poop. Underneath it all, it's not underneath it, but there's timelessness, yeah? So at every moment of agitation, there's pause. That's the solution, yeah? The solution isn't trying to find something through the agitation to make the agitation unagitated because if that was the case, it would have worked, but it actually falls under the category of self trying to get out of self. So self can't get out of self. So what is born every moment in agitation cannot get relief from agitation because from whence that's where it comes. It comes from the agitation. You're, the agitation of mind is what gives birth to the selfing every moment, yeah? So there's always agitation, and then the agitation may be wanting to look for some peace, but it doesn't look 
to peace as something inherently what it is, but as I'm going to be at peace. I, the agitation, am going to finally find peace and then I won't be agitated. But you notice when you find peace, yes, in this state of agitation, you can't vibrate at the same point of peace because you think it may not be there the next day. So time precludes any enjoyment of peace. Yeah? The possibility of a next week when you're in Hawaii gives your mind ample opportunity to obsess over what's going to happen to me when I get back from Hawaii. Yeah? That's only brought to the mind by the possibility of time. Yeah? So in the pause, the pause, there's no source of agitation in the pause. Yeah? But the sort, when you come from the source of agitation looking for a pause, you can't have a pause. Yeah? Because a pause won't be a pause when you get your pause on it. <laughs> It'll be made into something other than a pause. <laughs> and usually the mind will use it to beat you up and produce more seeking with the idea I once was in a pause. And I've got to get back to a pause. <laughs> so the absence of the agitation is used by the agitation to actually whip the horse into a bigger frenzy, a spiritual seeking. <laughs> And I'll tell you, you will go really far spiritually seeking. There was two, point, there was two mo things that motivated me to go far. Drug addiction and spiritual seeking. <laughs> I, don't, I can't say the spiritual seeking ever eclipsed the drug addiction, but at times they were neck and neck. Yeah, They really were. I mean, there was a lot of oops spiritually seeking as there was with looking for drugs. <laughs> so... The point of spirit, I would say, is, is why you want to abide in the truth, but how can what is born and reinforced by obsession ever abide? <laughs> it's like we say, you know, you go to those cheap motels and, well, I used to call them home, but, you know, you go to a cheap motel and you, you go in and they have those little massage beds and you put a couple quarters in and you lay, lay in there and it's supposed to be relaxing, right? But I don't, it never really hit me as relaxing, because all you're doing is vibrating. So here you are, you're attempting to lay down in like a vibrating state, yeah? Like an agitated, seeking state. Like some people say, we have been seeking ever since we found the tit, from that point on. Yeah? Seeking, 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 seeking fulfillment, because what happens in time, the fulfillment is seen not to be there. The fulfillment of the moment cannot not be noticed, but can be blinded by time. Yeah? Time causes you not to see this moment as lacking, because you have a, a period of time you're remembering that was better, and you have a large hope that a future time is going to be better than this moment. But when, like when you were a kid, if you weren't in an abusive situation, the w reason why life was so enjoyable is I could not entertain being anywhere else. Yeah, Like in the house I was in, I didn't walk around my house and say, my room's a little small, you know. Gee, Dad, start dressing better or whatever, you know. It wasn't any kind of judgment. That was it, you know. That's home and that's that. Yeah. <laughs> it was only when the idea of time crept in that, hey, I don't really need to be here, do I? I? I could actually, I have the ability to leave this moment. How? 
You cannot possibly leave this moment as a body. Yeah? You cannot possibly leave this moment as what the moment is, which I would say may be called spirit, but you can leave this moment in the mind. Yeah? As a mental thought, yeah? fixated on an object, the mind, the conditional mind, can take this object, called you, and place it anywhere else at any other time. And think about it. Anywhere else at any other time. As far as if it had 90 years, even, it, even the time of the body will not limit your ability. Because you can think of like your family of origin in your first Mars life. Yeah? You can believe in your aunt. I was, a, you know, I was whatever in the 1400s. Your mind can fixate about this anywhere else at any other time. What causes that constant fixation? It seems never to run out of juice. It's like agitation. It's like agitation stirred into more agitation, stirred into more agitation. So agitation, oh, I'm not enough. This isn't enough. You're not enough. Then the obsession that it could be different, which just provokes more agitation. And all the while, everything we're moving towards, we have a story that if we arrive there, the agitation would be ceased. We'd be at peace when I get the family, or I get this, or I get that, or I get the new job, or I get to surf, or I get to the beach, or I da 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 da. And so we put all these mythical arrival points, which proclaim by them being placed, like the you know, like the you ever see a golf course where they have the flag in the hole? By our flag in that hole, somewhere else at some other time, it really invalidates the game now. It's sort of like, geez, this is basic. I wish I can't wait to get out of this moment so I can get to that moment. <laughs> it's agitation upon agitation upon agitation. How can self get out of self? If self, if you want to, one of the movements, there's no self. One of the movements of the selfing is self-seeking and frightened. It's one of its basic movements, yeah? It's very, very afraid. It's not going to get what it wants or lose what it has. And it's constantly seeking for a solution to that. So when we were talking the other day about some of the New Testament, Jesus Christ supposedly said, you know, some parables. He would say a thing like, you know, this guy, this farmer goes to the place and hires some workers for the day. And he hires one guy at 8 o'clock in the morning and he says, I'll pay you 50 bucks, whatever. You work 80, whatever. And then he hires another guy at 11 in the morning and he says, I'll pay you 50 bucks, work for the rest of the day. Then he hires some guy at 4 o'clock at 4 p.m. He says, hey, I'll pay you 50 bucks. Now everyone's getting the exact same pay, but some of them started a lot earlier. So they're really freaking pissed off. Hey, why is he getting money? You know, I've worked eight hours, he worked one hour, we getting paid the same. But you see, in a sense, the solution is not of time, yeah? Or like he would say, the first will be last and the last shall be first, yes? It's not of time. It's not produced. You don't earn it, yeah? You don't have it coming to you, yeah? <laughs> the solution is timeless. The head wants to immediately... You know, constructed its temple, its temple for the you know the golden tabernacle is of time. It wants to have 
have the solution, but it wants to be had by it in time. And that's not the solution. The solution is a timeless moment. All at, at, so therefore, the timeless moment is at all times. Yeah? Because it's not of time. So it is of all times. That's the only way this solution can seem to be always available at all times to you, is to realize it's not of time. If it's not of time, then it's not, it's going to be like you, which is, you're not always available, and you're not always available at all the time. It's all based on circumstances, situations. But this solution is, it's always available at all times, right where you are with no requirement necessary. How is that? Because it's not located anywhere else where then it has to travel back to where you are. It's right where you are, wherever you are. And no matter what time you're there. Yeah. It's an aspect of mind that totally, totally eclipses this activity of a mental process called selfing. Totally eclipses it. It's, this, it's like this huge contextual space and there's this little stream of activity of a scared mind thinking, thinking, obsessing, going, seeking, seeking, crazy, da-da-da-da-da, believing it's looking constantly, but it can't see the seeing because seeing can only be seen by seeing. There's no form of looking that's offered in this place up to the highest level of Buddhism that will ever afford you the ability to see seeing. You are seeing. Yeah? There's no way you can look upon it as if you come across it, that you found it, that you've acquired it, that you've achieved it. It's not a thing. At every moment of looking, that's what's looking. And that's what the you is looking for. But it can't let go of its idea of it. Yeah? So it doesn't see that every moment there's looking, that's what's looking. Yeah? And that's what you are looking for. It doesn't say that's who's looking. You already think, you already know who's looking. It's you. Yeah? It's Bill. It's Chip. It's me. Yeah? Everyone knows who's looking. It says what's looking. No one knows what's looking because you can't look and, and see seeing. Yeah? Because it's right there in the looking. Yeah? The looking, the only way looking will ever bring it about is when the looking is seen not to be so. And then there's the seeing, because it's always been seen. Yeah? Every time there was the belief or the story that I was looking at something, and then that gives me the right to think about it, and then have all these opinions about it, every moment the seeing was that. That's all. It has never not been so, because it's not of time. Only things in time could not be so. Only things in time that can maybe so later. But what's not of time is always so. Yeah? It doesn't, there's no quality that changes or morphs or gets built up or erodes in time. It doesn't have any qualities of an appearance. Yeah? It doesn't have, oh, it shows up, runs around, and then gets old and passes away. It doesn't have those qualities because it's not of time. Yeah? And we just saw it the other day, on that linear line, that linear train, the only gear that mine has is back and forward. 
<laughs> it doesn't know how to turn. It just It just thinks about the future and goes back into the past. Thinks about. It doesn't. It's just grinding the gears. <laughs> it makes a lot of noise, like the smoke out of a like an engine and the sound and the steam coming out of it. But if you look at it, it believes it's going to travel on eternity. But if, if it had any ability to see, it's just a form of looking, which is blindness. If, if it could see up the track, it would see the track turns, comes back around, and it's like you're on a track, like a running track. Yeah, The mind just tries to change the scenery, so it doesn't look like the same old, same old, but all you're doing is like a train set. <laughs> I'm worried about this next destination. <laughs> <I'm worried. laughs> and you can add as many local stops, or you can even call yourself an express, but the fact is, it's only... <laughs> Seeking is its own agenda. It has no intention of finding. That's not its point. Yeah? Its point is to seek. It's, if it runs across something to find, it was totally a mistake. Really, it was totally haphazard. There was no intention of it finding it. You know? And then usually, as soon as it does, and it gets caught with what it's been telling a story about for years, it has to make it into something. <laughs> it can't surrender to that. No fucking way. It can't abandon itself to that. It just... <clears throat> Like grows around it and morphs it into to cause more seeking. I've seen, I've met people who've been enlightened three times this life. Three times, they got enlightened once. That seemingly wasn't enough. Then they had another enlightenment, and that didn't do it. Now they're I, maybe they're on their fourth. But the last time I heard of them, they were on their third. They've been enlightened three times. <laughs> you would think one would do it, but. <laughs> Selfing and agitation are the same. Just because you think you're at peace doesn't mean it's sitting on a giant well of agitation. You wouldn't know, the only way you would know if this was called anything, if this was literally hell, is to have a little piece of heaven. You have no idea that this was hell, unless you had something to compare it with. Yeah? So maybe you think you're totally chilled out, but... I would imagine the mental activity is quite, quite strong, yes? Because it's constantly, constantly, constantly obsessing from this point where it can obsess on, which is this moment. It can only obsess in this moment, which is the only moment there is, by making up a mental reality of this moment is bookended by other moments and is going to lead to other moments, yeah? And therefore, once it takes this eternal moment that there's absolutely nothing to obsess about in and stretches it into time it sort of teases all the opportunities to, to obsess yeah you can obsess about what happened to you you can obsess about what will happen to you you can obsess about what's happened to other people and you can just take this possibility of Oh, maybe I am a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah? And stretch it. And then the mind has this ample opportunity to obsess all day. 
all day. Never about the day it's actually in, because it doesn't even have any recognition. Because when there's a previous day and a future day, there is no real day. Yeah? This is just a bridge to the fast day and the future day. Yes? Really. This is when it goes to town, because it thinks a lot now, in supposedly this day, about a past day and a future day. Yeah? And so here, the mind's now living its life, living large on a mental realm. Yeah? I may not be much, but I'm all that I have to think about. And that's the fucking truth. That's the only thing you have to think about is you. <laughs> you in relation to other yous or, or a world of yous or whatever. But basically, no matter how much you get concerned of someone else, it usually reflects back to you. Yeah. It's, like, it's like living in a hallway of mirrors and your face is just appearing every time you look towards it. It's not there until you look and ah, there it is. It's not there. If you would actually see without looking towards it, you would see nothing. That's the original face. But by looking towards it, yes, then you see. The seeking produces a seeker, yeah? The face of a seeker is there only because of the engine of seeking. The feeling of there's a seeker first and then the seeking. The seeking is what makes a seeker. It's hand in hand, yeah? That's why you can't find a solution here in linear time because usually the solution, the problem that you think you have, yeah, is not in the location you think it is. The problem really is the solution, yeah? Your solution to the problem is the bigger problem. You think it's, a, oh, I have a problem and now I found a solution. So you believe the problem showed up first and then there's a solution. But in a sense, the solution is the bigger problem. So if you're going in linear time the wrong way, how can you expect to get to Idaho? Yeah? If you keep going into every time I apply a solution, it's not me, but the mind applies a solution to an imaginary problem, that's the problem. But you believe it's the other way around. You feel like you've come up, you've finally found the solution to the problem, but actually that's the bigger problem because it's an imaginary problem. That's the only solution, is a realization that it's imaginary. Once there's a sense that Paul has arrived, there's no getting out of it. Yeah. Self can't get out of self. Once there's a feeling that Paul has arrived and then he gets this, this kindling or this something starts irritating that he wants to escape, that escape is being in. What it calls escape, yeah? All right, I'm, I'm imprisoned and I'm going to escape. The escape verifies the lie, which is I'm imprisoned. So you would see, you would think that's the solution, but it's actually the problem. Because unless you apply a solution to an imaginary problem and keep applying solutions to an imaginary problem, the imaginary problem cannot appear real. It appears real by applying solutions to it. Yeah? If, you would, if there would be no application of a solution, you'd be left in a pause and maybe, just maybe, the grace would be available and you would see it as imaginary. That would be the solution. Yeah? That's it. And it doesn't take any time. There's nothing more you need to do when you see this, the problem as imaginary. Anything that you did would be pro the problem. Yeah? 
you would be, <laughs> any solution you came with after that vision, yeah, would be the problem. Because you'd be applying a solution which would be like giving mouth to mouth to this imaginary problem. Yeah? <laughs> and this feeling is exactly what you get left with every time. When there's a when An imaginary problem is seen as an imaginary problem. How it feels like is pause. The whole machinery, that whole agitation pauses. That's what occurred that time in that trailer park when I had my last drink. What was noticed by some grace was the engine of seeking that had been incessantly on. I never, I never, I thought it was always so. I didn't know that it was anything other than so, yeah? But when it stopped, it stopped, something stopped it in its tracks for the first time it seemed, like ever, and for about three minutes, there was no agitation, and yet there was still someone there, or something there, yeah? And then there was, my mind got something that day, I think it got that I'm not that, which is inherently agitation, yeah? Which is born out of agitation, which lives in agitation, and what scared shit of dying in agitation. Yeah. And, that, and from that, when that happened with that mind, the next day I came to my first recovery meeting, and I've had a solution here, in this place of solutions and problems. I mean a real solution in this imaginary place of 24 years. Just, and that was a timeless event that spawned 24 years of demonstration so far. A timeless pause has spawned 24 years of a, a demonstrable solution to alcoholism. It'd have to be timeless. For that much download to occur, it would have taken at least 20-something years of amount of time, because that's how long it took me to get to where I was then. You know? Having life downloaded and interpreted by selfing for 23 hard years of drinking and using, and this took absolutely not a moment to change that course because it was timeless. If it had anything to do with time, I would have had to slowly get out of the mess and, and years of cleaning up, which all happened to the body, but the solution was total and complete in a pause, in a total timeless moment. The solution to alcoholism was there, clear as, clear as a bell. It took time to manifest here because this place is of time, yes? Like Jesus says, you're in this world, but you're not of it. You're in this world of time, but you're not of time. Yeah? Mind is not of time. Conditional mind is expressing through time, but mind inherently is not of time. And this solution is available in mind, not conditional mind. In conditional mind, it's made into something. So the solution is no thing, nothing, and yet if the conditional mind, if it receives it as you or me, it makes it into something and it immediately injects time into it. It puts it out, so to speak, yeah? The aliveness of the message gets put, anesthesia gets shot in it, which is, oh, I'm going to have to study this and do this and do that. And you basically put it to sleep in time. And now you feel like you have to learn an approach to it and get around it and ha learn how to integrate it when there's no integration of timelessness into time. 
Timelessness will translate here, but it's never going to integrate into time. That would make it of time. Yeah? It's timeless. That's why it's a solution. All we've been doing is getting something. It takes time to get something. Yeah? Did you learn anything here immediately? Very rarely. It took time to learn how to ride a bicycle. It takes time to do things here. Yeah? If you're not willing to, pay, pay the, to put up the time, you probably won't learn it that well. I mean, it takes time to become good at what I, when I'm in the water. By doing it a lot, you get better at it. But that doesn't translate or doesn't refer to this solution of the, of the recognition of the nature of mind. It's not of time. And the recognition doesn't take any time. It's always available at all times. You don't have to have a new acquired quality of mind. Mind has the quality already. Yeah? It's just covered up with this incredible activity of selfing. And so instead of our interest and attention being like free range, we're, we're, our, the interest and attention that is available as a human being here has been enslaved to obsession with self. To constantly attend and be interested in the shenanigans of selfing. You may not have any interest in someone else's shenanigans of selfing, and yet it will be exact same shenanigans going up here, and you'll be totally enthralled by it. Because it's called the act of identification. It's not we're obsessed with self. The act of identification is obsessed with the idea of oneself. You. It's an addiction. Way past any other addiction we've run into here. The other addictions are like minorly compared to this. You can have addiction and recovery from and never touch this addiction. You can have addiction to drugs and recovery from drugs and never even get close to this addiction. <laughs> it's addicted in recovery and in you know, in, in active use. <laughs> it's addiction has never very really been threatened. <laughs> it's sitting like Dracula going on all the vampire hunts. And he has not a care in the world he's ever going to be found out. <laughs> because this addiction is brought to us, brought to the mind, clothed in the mind by the act of identification. And no matter how much I did coke, I never thought I was coke. Never. I never said, I'm cocaine. I never started sleeping in a big bindle or anything like that. And I got a quarter of me, I'll sell it for 40 bucks or something. No, I never crossed that line of identification. Yet, every line that I seem to across here, I was already prior across that line in the mental condition. I was already, I started from the point of identification as. <laughs> Maybe two and a half, three, yeah? And of course, at two and a half and three, when it starts taking effect, you forget everything that happened in the past. You have no memories, usually, of when you were a baby. You know? I wonder why that's the case. They say, oh, well, maybe your mind can't remember yet. Well, it seems convenient that the total absence of the identification as self is forgotten. <laughs> we only start remembering maybe three, three and a half, you know? <laughs> Why is it that we can't access that point? I don't know, that to me, without, being, if, without seeing that addiction, 
I mean, it's wonderful. If you go through the act of being totally incomprehensible, demoralized, man, it's great to be invited to a picnic. It is. It's great not to be in jail every week. Seriously. I mean, when I was a kid, I had great hopes. And after a few years of active alcoholism, my idea of success was not to be arrested. You know what I mean? I wasn't shooting for the stars anymore. I was just trying to evade arrest from the police. I mean, I mean yeah. And then it produces a real relief. I mean, I'm totally grateful for that absence in my life. Yeah. But what was I grateful for when I was a kid, when I didn't have such a terrible span of time to be grateful that that span of time isn't there anymore? What was, what was, but there was gratitude also when I was a kid. I was grateful for the freedom that was obviously available because I had no idea it couldn't be. I hadn't been thinking much yet, yeah? And I would say I was pretty damn grateful. You remember when you're a little kid, you, every time you have something, they always want to give it to you, the kid? You know, if you give a little kid, after a while it's mine, you know, three or four. But at one point, they're always... They find something, they come up to you, give it to you. If you, they have a little food, they offer it to you, don't they? It's all very, a lot of gratitude and giving away, you know? And then what happened? Mine! <laughs> mine! No! Don't give, this is mine! The self thing starts happening, and somehow, because of, it has that little trick of presenting us as a body, and the mind falls under that illusion, I guess, and then all the attention and interest which is at the beck and call of mind, now becomes enslaved to that one idea from a mental process called selfing. Yeah? And then the rest of our lives is concerned about that, basically. <laughs> to some degree, yeah, degrees, but still. Really obsessed or a little, but the fact is, really obsessed, very little upset, but identification as is always in place. <laughs> always in place. No matter what, okay, I'm going to, this is real, i got to get this down. Oh, oh, handle. Oh, oh. Addiction is just very, it's like, it's really fat and lazy now. It's never, hasn't been threatened in a long, long time. Everything it comes in contact with, it's claimed, you know, oh, this is mine. I'm a spiritual person now. I wasn't for a few years, but I've become spiritual again. There's a lot of work. A lot of work. I didn't just jump, you know, like a duck to water about meditation, but now pretty good. Sit there a few hours a day, have 38 sponsees, um, and open to take on more. I have a lot to offer, help people. But I have to be vigilant. The enemy's at the door every moment, knocking. Look at that porno. All that I say no. Say no to it. I can't be looking at that porno. I gotta help my sponsee. Then I'll get to the porno. <laughs> you cannot always be available in time. No freaking way. You cannot be available in time. Time makes whatever, whatever available you seemingly are demonstrating to be conditional. Yeah? Because you've got to get somewhere. You've got to do something. Yeah? But in timelessness, you can be totally available. Totally, totally available. 
in timelessness. No one may even notice it because it will just seem like a second went by. Yeah? But that, that availability is like eternal availability because you're not bookended with time. Yeah? It doesn't matter if someone takes any advantage of it or you help that. It doesn't matter. That's the beautiful posture in a way is there's an availability. Yeah? But you can't do it in time, obviously. How could you? How could you always be available? Yeah? Even with the pull of mother and fatherhood, you'll probably you'll be beating yourself up for never always being available for you, to your kid. Yet, in timelessness, that's all there is is availability. There's no other, there's no other time that it couldn't be it could be any way else. Yeah. Yeah. This is what for me lets this thing become absolute. The impossibility of it not being so. It cannot not be absolute because it's not of time. So if it worked now, it will work 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 now. Whatever now you're seemingly in, which is the only now, it's working. I would say that's love. That there could be an illusion of being in a place and in a time where there's a trouble, and yet the solution available at every moment in time, because it's not of a time. And the way you seek that is not seeking it. Yeah. By not seeking it, it becomes obvious. If you seek it through time, you'll never see it. The best you can do is make an experience out of it. But you can't have it. Prior to that, you are it. You don't need, all that having it can be relinquished because you are it. I mean, why would you want a momentary embrace only for it to end if you're always in that embrace? I mean, seriously. I guess in the momentary embrace, you would seem special. And I would say that's one of the drives to be special. Because in time, if the embrace doesn't seem to be so, I bet you you'd be the star of the story why it isn't so. I haven't, I haven't been vigilant enough. Somehow you'd be God in there. We talked about that the other day. There's a thing that says, uh, you know, suit up and show up and let go of the results. We're talking about decisions. But... What are you really afraid of when you're thinking about decisions? You're thinking, you're afraid of the results. You're going over what you think is going to happen if you do something, yeah? So that thinking about the results prior to decisions playing God, isn't it? I'd say so. So actually, the freedom, the giving up the results comes before the decision. So if there's a giving up of the results before the decision, then you're open to be led in that decision process. Because now God's playing God, not you. Yeah? But if there's you, you're going to be, the hardest thing is going to, you're going to want to let go of the results after the decision. But the decision was totally made because of the results. <laughs> if you didn't do the decision because you were afraid something was going to happen. Yeah? 
if you look at, all right, see what's playing God. If I'm not that, that's quit playing God. And if you read the book, really, read the book, it has the third step, which is the biggest step in AA, basically. Yeah? Surrender one's will, my life, over. But if you read the book, it says, in the third step, it says, first of all, it says the how and why of it. And it says, first of all, first of all, you have to quit playing God. It doesn't work. Then it goes next in this drama of life. God is going to be the director. We're going to be its servants. Yeah. Now, how can, in time, how can you make the decision to turn your life over to, to God and then start quit playing God after that? Yeah? In time, it's off. Unless they're seeing that you're not that which plays God, then that which plays God is going to be the one who turns its life over to God, which is playing God. And the God of its understanding is going to be a much weaker God than it is. Yeah? Instead of, I'm going to surrender to a power that of its own understanding, you're surrendering from a place of self-understanding, selfing, yeah? And of course, that's playing God. And it says, you have to quit playing God, but how are you going to quit playing God after the self has made the decision to turn one's own life over? You're going to experience that as, oh, I take it back all day, every week, yeah? I surrendered, but I took it back. There's something became important. I can't let that lesser God deal with it. i got to do it, yeah? And a lot of people in my community, our community has that experience. I hear it all the time. I took it back. I surrendered again. I took it back. Now, that's like a kid with a bag of candy and a bully. And the bully says, here, kid, here, keep that bag of candy until it wants to take it. How's the little kid going to stop the bully from taking the candy? The bully's bigger, yeah? So if the playing God, if, the, if it is the disease that is the act of being identified as, if at that moment you surrender in this program as self to a higher power, that higher power is a lesser power than self. And then what happens if that's in place? Then what was a timeless solution, uh, once again, is now in time, and it's based on your time. When you feel good, or when you feel close to God, then God seems to be working. When you're not feeling good, and you feel like you're far away from God, there's no God to be found, because you're already under the auspices of, of a God. Selfing. You're identified as, and now you're playing God. And then if there if this seems to be my faith is weak and stuff like that, why not bring it back and see why? It must be at that point where the quit playing God isn't seen to be what actually it is, and therefore the playing God plays God with the third step. And then it produces a solution from the third, third step based on its own understanding, which is, I'm not going to have a God that's really there when I really need it, basically. Yeah? When it's, I can give it to things like parking spaces, but when something comes really important, like, like some ladies I know, they've surrendered supposedly everything except their body image, and they're constantly worried and f fearful of their body image because they're 
the plain God is God. And what it provokes is anxiety. It doesn't provoke faith and an ease and comfort. It provokes more of itself agitation. If we go back, I think it's the biggest unspoken step to quit playing God. I think it is the whole enchilada. How can there be a God if you, if you, if you can't stop playing God? <laughs> How is God ever going to reveal itself if there's already God already in place? <laughs> How can new ways of holding time ever show up and take root? Yeah. How is a time God going to ever accept timeless as God? It's not. How is some? How is the real solution, which must be born out of timelessness, acquire a, a foundation here. I mean, to me, I, I, the problem is known only by the solution. When the problem is knowing the problem, it's like self-knowledge. It, it doesn't lead us to nothing. Yeah? Self-knowledge avails us nothing. Freedom, instead of entertained as a possibility, it becomes I can be free, which is an impossibility. <laughs> what you are taking yourself to be cannot be free. It can only conditionally look like it's free in a small bit of time, not to be so later. Yeah. dualistic split of this conditional mind can never come back and become one. This dualistic movement can never come back and be one. Because its dualistic movement has never been dualistic. It's not real. Yeah? It's just two streams of same, same. This introduces time into everything. As soon as you show up, there's time involved. Just like if you hear the message, you're a lion. You're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion. The identification as a sheep is invested in time. I can become like a lion. The sheep can never entertain it's a, it's a lion because it's already entertaining it's a sheep. It can't entertain both. Yeah, It can only make one into something it can acquire and so to, and used to become a better sheep. You can't go, I'm as a sheep, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna become so much like a lion, I'll become a lion. <laughs> but you can only become a lion like a sheep. You can only be a lion as a lion. If you see the futility of self can't get out of self, I'll tell you, that's like the open gate. I mean the open secret and the gateless gate. It's the solution is available at all times, right where you are at that very moment. Totally wide open. Totally wide open. 
as soon as you show up, there's time involved in it. It's going to take you time to get to the gate, this gate, yeah? It's going to take you time to hear the open secret. But if I'm not that, I start having flavors like downloads that occur. There's a quality to them that they're timeless. Therefore, tons of information can come down in a moment. Yeah? Tons of information that would take a lot of time if it was coming through, you know? For you to download, let's say, facts, this much information, it would take a lot of time to fax through a machine, yeah? Yet, in what seems like no time, a, an amount of information that changes one's whole seeming life here can occur. You know, if you, if you put a big truck here, had tons of stuff in it, it would take time to unload it, yes? But not in timelessness. Downloads come and they can erase, they can, the amount of, a download out of time can erase 40 years of files, like that, of time. 40 years of files, <sighs> like that. It's like, it's like row upon row of blackboard with tons of scribbling, and yet in a timeless solution, it's erased like it was never even written on. That's what it's like. Just whoosh. And then in that sense, that demonstration, you have a feeling of, its, of one of its aspects. It's timeless. Yeah? It's not playing this game down here. <laughs> the first will be last, and the last will be first. You start today at 7, you'll be paid the same if you started at 4. <laughs> no one woke up before you did. <laughs> oh shit, he woke up before I did. <laughs> the waking up is a timeless, there's no time involved in it, yeah? <laughs> no one was late. No one got there ahead of you. <laughs> all longing, all the stories about longing and patience, pff, they have no value there. beautiful news about this is there's nothing you need to do. It's already available at all times with no requirement necessary. Even reaching for it is too much. Yeah, it's just, I found the best thing with this message, and remember, to me, a message is very concise. It's not a 40-page dissertation. It's just a, hey, you know, your zipper's down. I mean, that's a message, you know, not a big story. Well, your zipper's down because, <laughs> some Freudian idea because you want to show you or whatever. No, your zipper's down. That's the message, yeah? Or an invitation. I don't say, oh, Greg, I want you to come over to my house and let me tell you 50 pages are worth why. This is why I want you to come over. That would be an invitation, you know? An invitation to come over at 9 o'clock. So here it is. This is a message and invitation. But it can be repeated quite a lot. Yeah? You can repeat it so much. It's sort of like using the poison as an antidote. You know how sometimes we're convinced by the head because it's constantly blaring the same, I'm not enough or whatever, yes? Repetition is one of the powerful intoxicants, yes? So we're using its, its, its uh, poison as an antidote to it, yeah? 
right? We're just going to provide a situation where we can all get together and have this repeated, 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 and start sitting in the certainty of it, yeah? With the hopes that that impression, though seemingly very meager, we're not on a month, eight month long intensive that you had to give up your job and everything that you love to do. There's no proving its value by what you demonstrate, you know? Just on Monday night, dropped in because you were in the, in the neighborhood, basically. You know, you got stuck, you can't get to New Jersey. So you put this in there, 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 and even though it doesn't seem like it's much time, I mean, you haven't dedicated your life to this, but because it's timeless quality, it can make a huge impression on mind, yeah? A huge impression on mind. And that impression here will seek expression. It will seek expression. You may don't, you, I haven't been studying this for years. I don't pour over scriptures every day. Maybe that's not necessary. A timeless little tattoo may be lasting for a long, 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 long time. Yeah? And it's going to seek expression. It's going to, it's going to refuse life maybe with some interest other than in you and how long my pants are. When am I going to get time to fix these shoes? How do I look? I should I shave? I miss something. Did anyone see that? All this incredible obsessing, obsessing. You know, maybe uh, your mind, your mind would lose interest in all that and gain interest in, let's say, others, or gain interest in the sum of all others, which I believe is nothing. Yeah. Instead of having so much interest in things, it may find that it has a lot of interest in nothing. Yeah. And how it attends and entertains no thing is different than how it entertains things. It usually entertains thing as a thing. When it entertains no thing as a thing, it doesn't seem to work. But how about no thing entertaining no thing? I'm not that. I'm not this idea of self, which presents me as maybe no thing. And then this no thing attending to no thing is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> then it's seeing nothing and it goes on infinitely because it never comes on anything to see. The mind is constantly seeing nothing. It's like a giant field, giant field with no boundaries. It was never generated and never turns off. Yeah. It never comes to an end because end would be a thing. And it's no thing, seeing no thing. And that flavor, for me, is a presence while you're looking at things, yeah? While this apparatus, you're not looking at things. The apparatus is built to look at things. This thing, this looks at things. But all the while, the mind is seeing nothing. It's a nice flavor. For me, it translates as a traveling light here, so... No matter what the terrain or geography of your life, you travel lighter over it. What more would you want? Yeah. Someone would say, you know, I can take a little bit of pressure off you every second of every day of the rest of your life. It wouldn't be like, oh, I won the lottery, but I bet you that little bit of pressure off of every second in time of every day of your time in this life would be incredibly fucking valuable because it would translate into a traveling light in here as a thing in time, yeah? If just a little bit of degree of heaviness was 
change. Yeah? You know how some of those people rip off huge amounts of money in banking? They just add up like a half of a penny or something. And millions of numbers are being added. And half of a penny doesn't seem like much, but when millions and millions of numbers with that half a penny at the end of it are getting, that half a penny is getting sloughed off to the side, it becomes a big bundle yeah, of money. That's how they used to rob some of these people that were really good. And they didn't get caught for a while because they just put like a, like a, a sort of a, a little bit like a one-eighth of something. But it was eight billion one-eighths. Yeah? And so it made a <laughs> just a tiny little skim, but a whole lot of skimming. Yeah? <laughs> I mean, how was it today? I'm going to say this is personal now. Before we came here, had a little bit of time, so we went to the beach. How lovely was that moments at the beach? And wasn't it nice that you were able to attend to those moments at the beach? Even though prior to it, when you got to my house, you were attending to some mythical moments in the head. But we got to the beach, you were not attending to those anymore. Inherently because they're not there. <laughs> the beach was so dominant, your attention and interest went to what was happening instead of what's not happening. That's freedom from the slavery of self. Yeah. What causes you to feel like you're enslaved is your interest and attention. And when it's freed from the bondage of self, it now gets interested in attending to what? What's happening? What a novel idea. And in what's happening, acceptance is the norm because acceptance is just letting everything be the way it is. It's very difficult to let everything be the way it is and what's not happening. <laughs> Yeah, because it doesn't look good up there. But to let everything be the way it is, like, not to, I don't want any more people here than there are. That would be acceptance, yeah. But in other words, acceptance generates, like, ease and less and no agitation. But you cannot, as a self, be accepting. It's always conditional, yeah? You're basically, the mind's looking for something, yeah, from it. But in the moment, in time, in, in the timeless moment, there's total acceptance because it's the easiest thing to do. You don't want anything to change the way it is. <laughs> I'd rather see bigger waves. No, it was just the way it was. And that's how, that's to me, is, is the living of acceptance, which cannot be done in time. It can only be done, I believe, in timelessness. questions tonight? It's about time I lost a sinus infection. <laughs> now, if you could entertain, I wish I didn't have the sinus infection, I would imagine that would make the sinus infection seem worse. Would it? So there was an idea that you, it, it doesn't have to be here. Isn't that a bitch when something is here, but you keep entertaining the idea it doesn't have to be here? And it tends not to go. <laughs> it's like hell, isn't it? Yes. It's like it's like exquisite mental suffering. <laughs> because you really believe, you assume that it doesn't have to be this way. You really so there's been no acceptance because you assume it doesn't have to be this way. Yeah? And then when you try to use the phony acceptance, it works, but after twelve days, you're fucking pissed. <laughs> you're like really angry. Fucking sinus infection! Oh, you know, the sixth day, oh yes. 
I'm embracing what is. Yes, yes. Santa Cruz. <laughs> Watch. See how long you can hold out. <laughs> if there's a belief that there's been a sixth day and a tenth day, I bet you the tenth day may be a lot harder than the sixth day. <laughs> Quality of time, I've just been into it. I've been in a lot of downloads about time. Because obviously it's not a thing. It's mind streaming. It's part of the dream. That's how, I think that's how dreaming appears, is time. It needs time. But a lot of people think that it's a real thing or something outside themselves that is imposing on them. How could you, to be in that, that's immediately you're victimized, yeah, in a sense. You're in that place of being imposed on again. But to see that it's mind dreaming, that it's just as much of you as you seem to be. Yeah? Timing is just as much as you as you seem to be. So. All right, we'll pass the basket now. can't take that. I'm going to put it back there. Wear it well. Thank you. Wear it well. Well, we'd like to end with a serenity prayer here. Thank <laughs> you.